Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Chiefs Training Camp Report. I am Steven Serta. It's Thursday, August 11th, day 13 of Chiefs Training Camp. Marks the final practice before Saturday's preseason game against the Chicago Bears. That means I need to welcome in the editor-in-chief of Arrowhead Pride, most known as the former co-host of the Power Hour on Show and Vern, Pete Sweeney. <laughs> Sweeney, what's happening? Thursday in St. Joe. Yeah, those were some good days uh, back in the day for Show and Vern. Yeah, we, we got our last practice in up here, and uh, the Chiefs will have a travel day, and then we will get our first preseason game, Chiefs and Bears, on, on Saturday at noon. So exciting times. It's been a while since uh, we saw Patrick Mahomes play football, and sounds like he's going to strap up for, for a quarter. And, uh, you know, that's always a good thing. So a lot for fans to look forward to. Yeah, and I, I was going to mention this, that Andy Reid did confirm in his uh, post-practice press conference that he expects each quarterback to play a quarter on Saturday. And while I'm excited to see Patrick Mahomes take the football field, we need Chiefs fans to slow down a little bit. Patrick Mahomes is playing two series, max. Like, Andy Reid does this every <laughs> year. We don't need to worry about Patrick Mahomes playing a full quarter on Saturday. Yeah, that was what stuck out, I, I think, about today's press conference was he, he – essentially said he wants to get hit he wants to get hit uh get the one hit over with get get back into that groove of okay i'm a quarterback in the nfl on sundays it can, it can be a little bit rough and then it, it does seem like okay if the first team offense were to go out there and let's say they have a 10 play drive and score a touchdown and they're successful uh, yeah I, I agree with you i think there's a, a pretty good bet he comes off the field but andy Reid did say each quarterback will get a quarter so that means the second quarter will be chad henney the third quarter shane bouchelle and then steve i know you're looking forward to the fourth quarter for for dustin crumb time Woo! yeah big time uh <laughs> by the way you can catch me and rocky magania on the arrowhead pride rapid reaction show immediately following that chiefs game on saturday so there will be yeah. a lot of dustin crumb talk on on saturday afternoon after this first preseason game uh, I, I want to get caught up on the injury report for the Chiefs. Uh, pretty big today as Jody Fortson actually returned to practice, at least in a limited capacity. Andy Reid said they're going to ramp him back up. Darius Fountain was back on the practice field. But uh, Frank Clark uh, was apparently under the weather on Thursday, so he was not in attendance in St. Joe. Yeah, we didn't get any more details other than Frank Clark was sick and it's kind of a bummer. I mean, we don't, again, we don't know, but if, if it was systemic issues, one of the things he had noted in that press conference where he was very open and, and candid with, with the media and, and saying, look, uh, I've cut out alcohol. I feel like a, a better player. Uh, and it actually had helped him with the sickness that he would sometimes have and, and miss a handful of games here and there. And again, we don't know if it was a, a systemic issue, but he did miss the practice and it's someone to watch on, on Saturday because Everyone has been talking about the shape Frank Clark is in. I know that we've joked about him as, as skinny Frank, but he's moving a lot better. And so, you know, he was one of the, the folks that I was really eager to see in a, in a game setting on Saturday. So you hope that he feels better, can, can take his plane to Chicago tomorrow on the travel day and, and play in the game. Uh, when it comes to the other players, Jody Fortson, Rashad Fenton continue to work their way back into the mix. We did see Fortson on the field today. He didn't do any of the teamwork. Same thing for Fenton. Uh, but he was going through some of those individual stuff, the install stuff. So, again, I don't, I don't know if you see Fortson and Fenton in this game, but they are on the mend and ramping them, themselves back up and into being able to practice with this team. 
Yeah, I think it's good that they're just back on the practice field. I would be shocked if we see either of them on in Saturday's preseason game against the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, we just expect Jody Fortson to have a big role in this offense this season, and we know how important Rashad Fenton can be to that secondary being one of the few veteran presences that they have. Uh, yeah. You know, as they work Rashad Fenton back, you mentioned on Twitter that Jalen Watson's continuing to get some looks with the ones. Has he really been that impressive for a seventh round player who seems like he's getting a lot of rotation in that cornerback group? Yeah, it's been mainly Joshua Williams. Uh, and then Jalen Watson is the next. And you even got Nazi Johnson the other day mixing at that position with Rashad Fenton still out. This, of course, and to be clear here, it's the outside cornerback position in the nickel. Uh, so Legere Sneed is on the inside, and then Trent McDuffie is the other cornerback. And Watson's getting an opportunity. Steve Spagnolo was asked about this the other day, and, and I think it's simply to make sure that these guys know that they have to earn the position. And you get to look at some of these young guys and see if they can make the team. But I, I just don't think Watson would be in that position if he wasn't a serious consideration to actually make this football team. And right now, and I released my second 53-man roster. I think Jalen Watson is one of the cornerbacks on this team. Now, I still think that once everyone is ready here, it'll be Snead, McDuffie, and Fenton as the top three. And then Williams, to me, would be the first cornerback off the bench. So I don't know if you caught this out at training camp today while you were on the practice field, Pete, but Chiefs rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco was trending on Twitter this morning. And some of that has to do with the very tweets that you were sending out from the practice field. Uh, when we were getting looks at the offense, Ronald Jones was apparently running with the threes in today's practice. Andy Reid was asked about it during his press conference, and he said, hey, he's going to get opportunities to play in the preseason and show what he can do. But it seems like rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco, we already know he's the starting kick returner. And now he's working his way into that running back rotation. And it kind of seems like Ronald Jones is the guy who's kind of left on the outside looking in. Yeah, that's been the trend as camp has gone on. I, I think it's trusting Pacheco with more and more reps with the first team. And to me right now, he's the clear running back three. I mentioned this on the radio yesterday, and I'll, I'll share it with, with us on our podcast network. But I think the ceiling for Pacheco in this camp is to break camp as the second running back. So, I think he's already trumped Ronald Jones. I don't think Derek Gore is a worry for Pacheco. I think McKinnon, on, in a way, should be should be watching his back. I'm, I'm wondering if by the time we get to week one, it's Isaiah Pacheco with the second running back snaps behind Clyde Edwards-Elair. Edwards-Elair has never been a question. He has been taking all the first reps as the first team has been on. But in that long drive period, what was telling was that, yeah, it was CEH for, I believe it was eight plays, then McKinnon came on. And then Pacheco got two plays. Second team comes on, and it's not Ronald Jones. It was Derek Gore. And then you had Ronald Jones relegated to the third team. Andy Reid, of course, is never going to reveal his cards in a press conference setting. Uh, but I, I'm wondering out loud if we do see a lot of Ronald Jones on Saturday. And it isn't necessarily because we think he's going to make this team. I think Brett Beach wants to get some of that tape out there. Maybe he looks really good. Maybe if you flip him for a, a pick or, or maybe some more depth at the tackle position, if, if there's someone around the league or some team around the league who has, uh, is rich uh, in tackles and as, as they're continuing to work on who's going to be the right tackle for the football team. Uh, and you mentioned that running back Derek Gore was running with the second team, like not, not even Ronald Jones. And yeah. I, I talked with Brandon Kylie about this, that, 
I just think that Ronald Jones isn't a versatile enough player when you're talking about everything that we've seen Pacheco can do, what they're going to utilize Jarek McKinnon, what you expect from Clyde. And then I think Derek Gore is a serviceable replacement guy who they could throw on the practice squad if they need to and bring him up in the season if they get some injuries. It just seems like Ronald Jones is having a tough time finding where he fits in into this offense. And now we're actually starting to see it in the practice reps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's, and, and this is also, you, you got to look at the other rooms when you're making this 53 man roster. There's a lot of talented receivers. I think they're going to keep six. They're rich at tight end, even beyond the four that I think they're going to keep. Jordan Franks has really shined at camp when he's gotten his opportunities, kind of a no name guy entering camp who, who has seen more opportunities because you had Jody Fortson go down and miss time. And so if you're keeping four tight ends, you're keeping six receivers, you can't, keep four running backs and even if they did I do think it would be Derek Gore instead of Ronald Jones so yeah Ronald Jones to me is just just the odd man out and that sometimes happens at training camp where you know you sign a big name and and you think he's gonna have a, a role with this team and it just doesn't seem like it at this point Yeah, we'll continue to see how that works out. I I do think that he's going to get a lot of run here in the preseason because that's kind of Andy Reid's MO in this situation where he knows like, "Eh, this guy's probably not going to make our team, but we'll give him an opportunity to showcase so he can try to land somewhere else after the preseason. Um, I I know that we're not going to see the starters a ton. And Andy says first quarter, we know it's going to be like one series, maybe two series. If they score a touchdown on that opening drive, we're not seeing the starters again for the rest of the game on Saturday. But as we get closer and closer to this first preseason game, closer to the conclusion of chiefs training camp in St. Joseph, Missouri, would you say that it's safe to say Juju Smith Schuster is this team's number one wide receiver right now? Absolutely. Uh, and I know there had been some speculation based upon my reports and other reports out of OTAs. It, it seemed like it was more of MBS, but in camp, it's been really the Travis Kelsey and, and Juju Smith-Schuster show when it comes to the amount of targets and really the rapport. And that's why I asked Patrick Mahomes about Juju earlier or earlier today uh, during the press conference. It's just, they're so smooth. I mean, that, that quality in, in Mahomes and Kelsey that you've seen in previous years where they do have this mind meld and this, this type of chemistry is there already with Juju Smith-Schuster. And, yeah, I mean, we, we have week one coming up in, in a few weeks here. But I think even in the one quarter of play, you're going to see what I'm talking about if you haven't been up to Chiefs training camp on, on Saturday just between Mahomes and Juju Smith-Schuster. I get the feeling that when I watch them, it almost seems like they've already been playing together for seasons. Uh, and, and so that's such a good thing when you've had such a, a key player lead in free agency, or I should say by trade, uh, to the Miami Dolphins, you need someone to step up and, and Juju. It's a different type of player, and it's going to be a different type of offense, but I think he's going to be able to meet that need that the Chiefs had uh, after they lost Terry Kill. And there's something to be said for the fact that Juju Smith-Schuster has this many seasons under his belt in the NFL, and he's only 25 years old. I, I don't think enough people ha- have realized how young he is as a player, and when you look at the things that he was kind of dealing with that were holding him back injuries, Ben Roethlisberger and him, just his arm basically falling off of his body. Like those, all those things were holding him back the last couple of years. So all the positivity. Yeah. yeah, No, it's not to cut you off, but you you mentioned the age and, and the thing that jumps out about him being 25 is no, quite honestly, he, he hasn't really even hit his prime yet. Right. And so he had that great year next to Antonio Brown. Who knows if, if this is even, a potential breakout into the 
elite category for a Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that's certainly on the table. Yeah, I agree. I think it seems clear that he is locked in as this team's number one wide receiver as we approach Saturday's preseason game against the Chicago Bears. But he's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sween. Make sure you're checking out his daily Chiefs training camp notebooks. He's got... All the news, all the notes, everything you need to know from the practice field. If you want to listen to the Chiefs press conferences in their entirety, you can do so on From the Podium. It's available for you right now at the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network on Apple and Spotify. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. No practice tomorrow, but again, we will talk to you guys on Saturday, immediately following the Chiefs game in Chicago. It's myself and Rocky Magania. We got the Arrowhead Pride Rapid Reaction Show immediately following Chiefs preseason game number one. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday.